You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So I just I think this is the perfect opportunity uh-huh. for me to do an, do an audition, essentially. To become the shopping network guy, I would be fantastic at that. I never thought about it really this way before. You want to use our show to audition to be yeah. a sample network guy? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, what more do I love? I love samples, and I love being on television, and I love the focus on on me. So this all works out perfectly. You do have an actor's ego. Yeah, see, it's, it's that, true. But that's a that's a positive thing in this aspect. Like, hi, welcome back now to the shopping network. We've got some fantastic products lined up for you today. Wait, so oh, you want to sell so like exci- food making products and then like eat the food that whatever, you make? Whatever pays the most. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have people come in and give me samples. It's a great idea. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we've got a, a, a very special show lined up for you today. So this is not going to be a normal episode of Fun Employment Radio, I guess, in a way, because... Do we have normal episodes? No, but I just like to pretend that we do. Okay. I like to act like we do, act like we're professional, mm-hmm. you know, because we say we are, but that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> uh, so today we are going to be having a sample show, aka the greatest idea in the history of the world the for me. The greatest day of Greg's little life. Because we all know how much I love samples. Sarah, I love samples. Greg, I would, yeah, that that isn't a soft like, it's a hard love. And that's what I was talking about. If I could do a shopping network thing, if I could be a host, I could make sampling my profession. I would be a professional sampler of things and then I can, you know, give feedback or something like that afterwards. I wouldn't care because it's free. I would still do it. But I, I think, I think that would be, I think it's a great career path for me. I think I'm sorry. You think that everything that you've done, your whole, all the backbreaking, you know, behind yeah. the scenes stuff that you've done, it's all leading to a show where you just eat little blocks of cheese. Yeah, cheese or whatever other kinds of samples come in. But and then see, you're like my... the, you would be the worst sample host. Let Why? me let me say this because you are one of the most picky eaters I have ever met. Well, and in order to be a like a, a very good sample host, you would have to be willing to eat all different kinds of samples. Well, no, only stuff that I want. That's why the show would mainly so revolve the, around... You'd be the picky sample eater. Yeah, it would revolve around different kinds of drinks. Uh, it would have, um, you know, tacos and pizza would be one of the main sample points that I do, or different various pocket versions of those foods. And Pocket foods would be a lot. A lot of a lot of the show would be pocket what, foods. What is a pocket food? Anything that comes wrapped in bread. Wrapped oh, in I thought bread you meant like, like food that bread. you keep in your pockets. Well, that too. That would be great. Do Some you have kind food of, in your pockets right now? Um... No, no, I don't. I actually had to think if I had a granola bar in there. I do not. Uh, okay, it's being noted in the chat by Kristen. As soon as mayo was involved, it would be game over. That's true. No mayo mm. would be allowed on my show. So it'd be a condiment-free sample show. Condiment-free, yeah. Condiment-free, so dry sample show. Dry, all dry. Mm-hmm. All very dry, like brittle, burned samples. And yeah, I, I just think it would be a good idea. And you I guys think- have never seen the face of disappointment until you've seen Greg get like a sandwich or a burger or something that was supposed to be dry, and it's not. Oh, Oh, I hate I mean, it. his life is just ruined. Livid. Ruined. Well, because I always specify when I'm ordering a burger or a and sandwich. And you over-specify, like, to an uncomfortable degree. What do you mean? Like, you're like, I don't want any sauce. And they're like, all right, cool, no sauce. And you're like, yeah, I want it, I want it dry. And they're like, yep, you want it dry. And you're like, okay, great, and I'll have this. But you heard me say that I want it, I want it dry, right? No sauce. No, no sauce. And then at that point, the server's like, yes, 
Yes, sir. No sauce. See, I used to, when I would order something, I would ha- I would specify, because I don't like pickles either, so I would have to specify, like, no sauce, no pickles, and no onions, um, whatever it is, and I'd have to go through this whole routine. And so finally, I simplified it, just because it kept getting screwed up. So I would only say the sauce, and then I'll pick the rest of the stuff off myself, like a like a big boy. So that's... That, You're a man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I am a man. I just don't like sauces. And that's my main, that's my main thing. You so know, you've already I'm, showed your weakness. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it would be my show. It'd be Greg's Samplin' with Greg or something like that. That's like the least catchy title I think Is it? I've ever okay. heard. Super Sam- Samples? Greg's Super Sample Show? Super Samplin' with Nibbler? No. Well, see, we could work my name Nibblin in. Nibblin' and Samplin'? Nibblin' and Samplin'. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my last name is Nibbler. I might as well use it you to some kind well. of advantage. You have to embrace it. It's just, it's the name God gave me. You so gotta I make fun of yourself before, uh, you know, before the kids and, make fun of and you. And turn it into an empire. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be like Nibbler approved <gasps> food. No, no, no. You know what it should be? This, this has always been there. Nibbles and bits. Oh, maybe. And you could do like food nibbles and then do like show bits. Okay. <laughs> You okay, know so that's be good. B- bits and samples. You know, it was like the Nibbler show that you had. So <laughs> nibbles be, and bits. It, it would be nibbles and bits. So I sample stuff and then I give everybody a little bit. And then you do like a little kooky, some kooky shenanigans. Oh, okay. Maybe this is a good wow. idea. Welcome to Nibbles and Bits. And then if I then if I like a sample, it'll be like this is Nibbler approved. And I've got a stamp on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I might have to. That that's that's not a terrible idea. I know it's not. It's not a terrible I know idea. It's not. I'm actually pretty proud of that idea. Okay, I think I think maybe we could do that. <laughs> Nibbles and bits. Sample something. Give a little uh, character work. I know or you probably like wanted that. to talk about this longer, but we've already peaked with the nibbles and bits. Yeah, thing. there's not much more to do there. <laughs> Okay, Nibbles and Bits. That will be the name of my new show. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> so what made, What brought this uh, upon you? What made you, was it because of our sample show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the idea of doing these samples. And, I, and I'm, I'm actually so excited about today's show. Like so excited to sample stuff that mm-hmm. I thought about it. And I'm like, you know, if I have this much excitement, like waking up and I'm just like beaming, jumping out of bed, excited to try these things, then beaming as I jump out of bed. Just beaming as I jump out of bed. I can't see and you. I don't. I don't know Sarah's what that look looks when like. I said but that. I can't see. I've seen you like wake up out of a dead sleep when like you fall asleep on your couch or something, and you're like, Ugh! oh, that's how I always wake up. Yeah, I don't see you like waking up beaming with like the sun no. streaming on your face. Like, good morning. Generally, anytime I wake up, because I don't sleep that well anyway, so it's always kind of a light sleep. When I wake up, it's usually startled and terrified. So I wake up. I wake up screaming pretty much every day. Like. Ugh! Like something something startles me awake. No wonder your roommates change so frequently. Yeah. Hey, ladies. You're the screaming guy upstairs. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's happened Greg's before. all right to live with, except for, you know, if you don't mind the screams. Except for the night terrors. <laughs> except for the <laughs> night terrors and the screaming. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is, uh, I do wake up yelling a lot. Yeah. That does happen. Mm-hmm. And vi- I, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit violent when I wake up, not intentionally, but like flailing, like I'm unintentionally violent. Because my arms flail or I'll like kick my leg or something. Because I always think somebody's standing over me or something like that. And I'll wake up and I'm like, ah, and I get to, uh, that's, that's like my normal routine. Wow. That's, that's normal life for me. No wonder you're so exhausted all the time. Oh yeah. No, that's totally it. Yeah. I, I wake up, wake, wake up in a fit and then, then, you know, it comes together and then I realize everything's okay. And today, once I realized it was a sample time, you know, then it was all right. It was all right once I got through my terrors. I am so off food right now because of what you did to me earlier. <laughs> I honestly. Well, we started off today's sampling show with a pre-show. I am. You're lucky. I'm as nice as I am. I had uh, I had some some leftover food here in our freezer that is it's some hash browns, some frozen hash browns, so just the finest food. And Sarah forgot to bring any food, and she asked if she could have some, and I agreed to. 
as she started eating them, it's like, you know, these things are, these things taste moldy. And I assured her they were, they were fine. What I didn't tell her is that they'd actually been in there for like two weeks, but they were frozen except for the fact the first day I got them, I left them out from about, um, probably about 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. So they slowly... Uh, Marinated? They slowly thawed over Ugh. the day, but then I put them back in the freezer. And so I just figured that was okay. I refroze them. That's how that's supposed to work, right? And I'm sure I'm sure they'll be fine. No, and so, so as I'm eating these, I'm like, oh, this is really nice of Greg because I forgot to bring food <laughs> and we're having kind of a long day. So I'm like, all right, cool. We're, um, you know, thank you so much. And I eat it. And after the first bite, I was really hungry. So I took one bite. And do you know that taste that you get in your mouth? Like if you like... Or eating a piece of bread, but you didn't flip it over to check and make sure that like it hadn't gone bad, and like you take that first bread, <laughs> and it's like that dusty, musty, moldy taste. That was exactly what the hash brown. How often like. do you eat moldy bread? I don't eat it often, but I mean, I remember the taste. It's one of those things if you do it once. Like I've only drank rancid milk once, and I will always remember what that tastes like. Yeah, that's pretty bad when that happens. Yeah, that was the. Anyway, let's not talk about that. But yeah, so uh, I'm taking like this. Is there any way that this is the way the hash browns are supposed to taste? And I'm tr- going through this in my mind, trying to justify it. But no, they tasted like they were molding from the inside. Well, I mean, I don't think and they'll mold over. And why would you give that to me? Because you were hungry and I wanted to help you out. So I was like, yes, by all means, Sarah, go ahead and eat that. And I ate one too, in all fairness. I did eat one. I, I don't think they tasted moldy, although I can't really smell very much or I have, I have a bad yeah, sense don't of you're smell. Like, yeah, don't doesn't your nose like barely work? Yeah, well, I worked three summers on a, at a paper mill, so that in college, and I think some of the stuff I smelled on there kind of kind of burned a lot of that away. Oh, burned Eduardo away in the chat senses. says potatoes can't sit out, so it's easy to get food poisoning from them. Oh, oh if really? I get food poisoning. But what if they were? What if they sat out and they were frozen at the beginning of the day, and then? Oh, that's about ten hours. Yeah, and about ten hours later they went oh, back I in the freezer. Oh, I don't feel well. Well, I think it's I think it's okay. I think you're I think you're gonna be fine. They're delicious, Sarah. They're absolutely they were not delicious. they were the opposite of delicious. <laughs> well, sorry about that. Anyway, that's how we started off the sample sample day was with that. That's why it can only get better from here. Because we do have some fantastic products we're gonna be sampling. And I think is I'm I'm excited because we're gonna have our first guest who's going to be calling in here in just a minute, and it is Jayla Siciliano. Now the backstory here of how we got in contact with her is, as you know, we did Hood to Coast. We ran Hood to Coast, the giant relay race uh, that takes place here from Mount Hood in Oregon all the way to the coast at Seaside. It's like 198 miles. Mm -hmm. And Sarah and I were part of a team that did that. And doing that, you run three different legs during the race because it's a relay race. And we... Uh, we had sponsorships for each one of our legs mm-hmm. where listeners wrote in and we would hold up a sign of their choice. And then we also said, you know, we would, we would do a, a promotional spot for whatever it is they were looking for. Yeah. And that's how this happened. So Joe from New Hampshire, he goes by Jesmond in the chat. He wrote in and of course he loves Tom Brady and he knows my feelings on Tom Brady. So he made me hold up a sign at the end of my first leg saying free Tom Brady. That you got heckled for. Instantly heckled. Instantly this heckled, video yeah. is, This video is on our YouTube page and also in, um, I, think, uh, I think it's on Facebook. It's a bunch of different places. You can definitely see it on our YouTube page, Fun Employment Radio, where I held up this sign and, and right away this woman saw what I was holding up and just started screaming and booing at me like, boo, Tom Brady's a cheater. <laughs> and then I was worried about it because I didn't, this was the beginning of the race. This was like a two day thing. I'm like, great. Because I'm going to see this woman probably at most of the stops because that's how it works. You know, if you're in the general same 
same pace, mm-hmm. you're probably going to see these same people again. You do out of the thousands and thousands of people, you see the yeah. same like three people over and over again. Yeah, and and I'm like, oh no, I'm going to be known as the Tom Brady guy. I don't want to be known <laughs> as that. So I kept trying to over-explain, and I just yelled at her that uh, I lost a bet, which is. Which isn't which is, exactly true. Which is not true at all. Well, it was it was a lot easier than explaining. No, I'm being paid to hold up this item. I was just like, I lost a bet. I was just I I panicked because I didn't want to be. She known. was not happy with she you. She was not, and Mm-mm. she can even after the camera went off, she continued to yell and heckle me over the Tom Brady thing. She mm-hmm. wasn't listening to me, so. I did that for Joe, but then also Joe got us in contact with his friend, who is Jayla Siciliano, and she has a company called Bonafair. Uh, she's the founder of Bonafair, and we're going to have her on. So she was on Shark Tank with Mark Cuban. And Which I guess, is a really interesting show. I like that show. Yeah, I kind of want to find out a little bit about about the background of that. She's going to be calling in here in just a minute, and we'll have her explain everything, but essentially she has a company that makes uh, Bonafair wine. So it's it's a wine, and there's something specific about it. It's kind of like a wine spritzer, but she was, uh, according to everything that she's got here, she was very active, like worked out a lot, and she wanted she wanted to drink some wine, but mm. wanted something that wasn't full of calories and not quite as heavy. And so that's that's where this came out. We'll have her explain it probably better than I'm doing. Uh, but <laughs> maybe just slightly, Greg. Maybe slightly better. Yeah. But she sent us actually a couple of bottles, oh, which is fantastic. Okay, so we're going to have her oh, on. Pass me one of the bottles. We get to open okay. them Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and have you uh, answer that. All right. Uh, joining us now, we have Jayla Siciliano calling in. Actually, I actually have no idea. Are you down in California right now? I am, Santa Barbara. Oh, awesome. I love Santa Barbara. I know you do. <laughs> I do. That's, that's like one of my favorite places. Um, so... So let's get right into it because mainly I really want to sample the wine that's sitting here been in front wait, of us. Do you know what torture it's been? Because we've had uh, had these bottles for about a week now, and I love I love me some wine, and they've just been sitting chilling, and we've been waiting for this day. <laughs> <laughs> well, Monday is a good day for it, right? <laughs> yeah, see? Middle of the day, no big deal. <laughs> well, we've got, we've got a Syrah here in front of us, and then Sarah, you've got a... I have a Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. So, which one? Uh, which one would you suggest we open first? Um, I feel the Sauvignon Blanc. That's our most popular. It's really light and refreshing. So, probably best to start with that one. Okay. okay. Well, then I will start with that right now. And while Sarah's opening up uh, <laughs> this, so so what's the story oh, wow. of this wine? You had this created for a specific purpose, right? Yeah. So basically, I used to work. Um, in an industry where there was a lot of social drinking, um, snowboarding industry with Burton snowboards and diesel footwear before that. And everything revolved around drinking. I've always been really active and healthy and I'm not, I like the taste of beer, but I get really full and tired off beer. Oh yeah. And as I was getting older, I was like, oh, I can't drink wine all night and, you know, still wake up and make it to the gym and work all day and function and feel good. <laughs> so I started making wine spritzers. I'm like, oh, this is great. I can sip on this. I get a buzz, but I don't get, you know, too far over the edge and I still wake up feeling good in the morning and realized nobody had really developed one on the market. Um, you know, you had all the wine coolers of the 80s, but they were full of sugar and malt liquor and preservatives. So nobody had really made a lighter wine option that didn't have all that and it was actually made with good quality wine and good ingredients. So I quit my job, thought I'd have it off the ground in a year, and it's taken me a long time, but we're finally growing. <laughs> well, that's such a... Oops, sorry. That's such a big move. You know, it's kind of a bold move to decide that I'm just going to go for this. I'm going to try to make this thing work. And yeah, and how much work goes into creating a brand or a product or anything like that? 
Yeah, no, it's it, it was. You know, I think the good thing is, had I known what I was getting into, I I might not have done it. Um, so it was almost, you know, better that I just kind of went for it, not fully realizing um, what I was actually taking on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you went from there. We're trying the wine right now. It is actually, it's really good. It's very refreshing. <laughs> it is. It's great taking a big sip. Yeah, this is amazing. It goes down easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> especially at one o'clock on a Monday. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did um, how did you going on Shark Take uh, come about? Um, well, it's funny. So when I first quit my job, you know, as I said, I thought I'd have it off the ground in a year and be making all this money and. You know, after I kind of went through all my savings and 401k and credit cards and all that stuff, realized I need to raise more money. Um, so pitched investors for about a year and a half, raised about a half a million dollars. Wow. Went to launch and ended up running into major production issues. Um, we lost over $100,000 worth of inventory. Uh, the bottler we were working with went out of business. And um, I thought I was going to have to close the doors. And my existing investor said, if you find a new bottler, we'll put in you know, enough money for a new production run. So it took me another six months, found a new bottler. But at that point, I was going, okay, I'm going to have a bottled product, but I have no marketing budget whatsoever. And one of my advisors kept bugging me to apply to Shark Tank. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go on that show. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I finally just sent an email kind of to get him off my back and say I applied. And then uh, four months later, I got a call back that I made it through the next screening and then jumped through all the hoops and got on there, which is amazing. <laughs> so when you go on to that show, is it really just how it's presented on television? Like you just walk into the room with them? Do you have any like pre-meetings with them? Or I don't know what you can say behind the scenes. I've, I've always been curious about that. Yeah, no, I mean, um, yeah, technically, um, you know, I'm not supposed to too many details, but the general stuff is, I I think it's a great show after now having gone through the process. Um, Basically, they know nothing about you. They know your first name, um, and they see your display, you know, for about five minutes before you walk out there. And the producers go to the extent of putting fake company names up on your little, you know, dressing room prep room so that none of the shark's assistants can kind of come around and Google you ahead of time. So it is really legit from that standpoint. They really are making a decision based on, you know, that pitch, and which is pretty awesome. Um, and I was in there for about an hour. You know, there's no cutting, and then they edit it down to, you know, the 10 minutes um, that they show on TV. But it was it was a brutal hour being in there. <laughs> oh, I bet. That would be so stressful. Oh, yeah. I'm, my problem is if I were doing that, I know I would instantly just start dripping sweat, and it would look terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> that would be my problem. I know. <laughs> so, so Yeah. No, it was kind of a blur. Yeah. I mean, and then oh, Mark Cuban. So Mark Cuban selected your company. Yeah, so he was the one who made me an offer, and um, we ended up closing the deal about five months later, and then our show aired a few months after that, and he's been way more involved than I ever expected. Um, I, I really think he's a great guy. You know, he's, he's really in it to help the entrepreneurs. Um, he's been really hands-on. I sent him a weekly update, and he responds back, and then... Aside from his personal involvement, he's got a whole team of people. They do our finances now for free and website and all kinds of stuff. So it's it's been a really great partnership. 
That is so awesome. Wow. You know, he always seemed like he was a pretty cool guy. That's that's nice to hear that he really is, though, taking an interest. Because he could be, you know, for this show, you know, he's worth billions of dollars. He could just be, oh, yeah, oh. there we go, and then never talk to you again. Oh, it's crazy. I know. He does not need to do it. So, <laughs> But it, I'm always amazed that he's willing to take, like, his time to, to help us out. Yeah. That's that's so awesome. So where um, where can people find Bonifair now? So now we sell online to 35 states, and then um, we you can buy it at Whole Foods throughout California, Texas, and Arizona, and um, a bunch of other retailers, Cost Plus World Market, Total Wine, Hagen's, uh, um, here in California and Texas. That's fantastic. And is it available in Oregon as one of those 35 states? Yes. Yeah, we can ship there online. Yep. Awesome. And it's free shipping over six bottles. And then we have a wine club that's actually 25% off. Um, and that's free shipping also. That's so cool. Congratulations. I mean, that's just so exciting to take something that, you know, was a passion and then turn it into this this business. I mean, legitimate big time business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice to hear that sometimes because you get bogged down with the day to day. Right. <laughs> you go, Why am I doing this? It's like, oh, yeah, I did accomplish but something. No, like, it's yeah, take a take <laughs> yeah. a step back and actually look at it like, oh yeah, okay, it's not all dealing with accounting today. There's there's more going on than yeah. this. Well, that's yeah. that's great. And also, um our mutual friend Joe wanted to say hello. He's in yeah. our live chat right now <laughs> listening in. He said oh, that awesome. He said that you were the first person to to babysit for him. I was. It's so crazy. Um <laughs> Yeah, for him and his wife, Linda, I was their first babysitter for their two girls who were, I just saw them, um, I grew up in New Hampshire where they live, and I we actually distribute in New Hampshire now as well, um, which is really, really cool. That's a, kind of the only other state besides Texas and California. And um, Linda, Joe's wife, is a, a wine buyer. She's an amazing businesswoman, and she's now one of the you know the wine buyer um, at a store in our town. So when I was back there in August, I actually ran into them, and I saw the girls I used to babysit for, and we realized it's been about twenty years since oh. then. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really cool to reconnect with them. That's awesome. Well, Jayla, thank you so much for calling in, and thank you.